welcome to Animoa, the animated movie watch. I'm Birdie. I'm Beppers. And today's episode is Only Yesterday, or Omoide Poro Poro. We pick our movies from the list of animated feature films on Wikipedia. Any movie with a theatrical release that has a critic's rating of over 50% on Rotten Tomatoes will get its own episode here on Animoa. And we're watching these films in chronological order. And not together. <laughs> not together. No. Do, do we want to say why we're remote or do we want to be ominous about it? Uh, we, we might as well just be, why not? Let's just be honest. Uh, okay. I, mean, I, I was at a very, very busy trade show surrounded by hundreds and hundreds of people this week. And um, even though I masked up, I'd rather be safe and not get Beffer sick just in case. <laughs> you, you might have been exposed. To... I might have been exposed to. I, I do know someone who, who, yeah, anyway, but not without getting into details or anything like that. We decided it'd be safer to just watch separately and record remotely from one another. So that does mean we might have some weird audio stuff happening this week. Mostly <laughs> on my end. Probably. <laughs> yeah, I'll do my best to edit it. And like, we'll, we'll probably sound nice and clear. It's just there might be occasional robot voice or <laughs> cutting out, but we'll, we'll try to. I am robot. No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what, what are you drinking, actually? Ooh, I have a grape pop. It's not a soda because it's name brand. It's pop. Oh, I see. <laughs> grape pop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm afraid I'm boring as heck and I only have water, but water is good. Water is a necessity. And I also yes. have my spare glass, so I will clink. Yes, go ahead. All right, here we go. So, only yesterday, a Ghibli film. Yeah. Neither of us had seen it, right? No. Okay. Oh, I want to know, did you watch it in Japanese or English? I specifically uh, sought it out in Japanese. Sweet. Uh, yeah, I watched it in Japanese. Luckily, that's what was on my streaming device. Okay, yeah, same. I actually had an option, like, you could rent either version. And Ooh. I was like, as as much as I was kind of intrigued by the English dub, because there's like a whole story behind that, I was like, let's, let's just do the original. <laughs> good, we watched the same movie. Hell yeah. That's good. That's good, <laughs> since we're about to talk about it. I, I just want to know, like... Just because we weren't there together, and this is rare that we watch something that neither of us have seen, not together. What did you think? I liked it. It was a little slow, but, mm. you know, it, it was movie night, so I was up for anything. Sure. And sure. I was especially curious because this is uh, Studio Ghibli, but it's Takahata who did Grave of the Fireflies. Right. So, yeah, it was cool to see something less whimsical and more realistic. In terms of Ghibli, not in terms of Grave of the Fireflies. Because I was supposed to Yeah. Like, That's not whimsical. I mean, both, <laughs> gotcha, well, both Grave of the Fireflies and Only Yesterday have some kind of magic realism to them. They do. They do. And uh, But yeah, definitely more realistic, both of them. I'd say for the most part. I also enjoyed it. I also, I, I think I started out thinking it was very slow and I wasn't really entirely sure how to feel about it. But by the time we got to like a couple of memories in, I was like, okay, I see where we're, what we're doing here. And I'm, I'm, I, I really started digging it, especially when we got to um, the more of the present day stuff when she like actually arrived in the country. I was like, oh my gosh, okay, this is gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> I guess 
we can go into a little bit, like, I guess what it's about, since this is probably more obscure. Sure. Uh, this was based on a manga by Hotaru Okamoto and Yuko Tone. And I can't remember the original name of it. Oh. I read that it was Miyazaki who thought this would make a great movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he was working on Totoro at the time, I guess. Or he decided to work on Totoro instead or something like that. And I guess Takahata uh, took on the project. <laughs> yeah, no, the original uh, name of the manga, I believe, is the the Japanese name. Um, the the Moede Poroporo, which... I guess, translates to Memories Come Tumbling Down. And boy, I love that name. I know. I feel like it's a more fitting name than whatever Only Yesterday is supposed to be. Yeah, Only Yesterday is pretty vague. Yeah. Uh, Memories Come Tumbling Down is is really fitting for what the film is about. It's about this young woman, I think she's supposed to be 27, who uh, is going on this vacation to the to the countryside and at the same time she's sort of reflecting and having these memories of when she was 10 or uh, yeah i think 10 years old kind of like the equivalent of like a fifth grader a lot of school things a lot of coming of age things a a lot uh, just sort of how they shaped her and what they mean to her now and the kind of person she is now and it works (laughs) it's so interesting Gosh, is there anything else to add about like the plot, or do we want to? Well, just... uh, there is a character she meets when she goes to the countryside, Toshio. Oh, yeah, and That's... he, yeah, he introduces her to the country life that she'll be living for the next ten days, mm-hmm. and there ends up being a little love story. Yeah, but it's all very sweet and innocent. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 also like kind of more on the subtle side, and and it feels again more realistic. Than like like a oh love at first sight kind of thing. It's, it's like the, yeah. the way they interact with each other is very it feels organic, um, but fast. <laughs> you know it, it's it's funny you said the word organic because Toshio is an organic farmer. <laughs> that's right. I wasn't even thinking of that, but that's so true. They mention it so many times throughout it, and they talk about like farming and organic farming and what it means to be a farmer what it means what nature is it's just like lots of just really interesting conversations that they have in this movie yeah Um, but yeah there's definitely like two very specific vibes to it the present and the past the 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 current happenings and the memories that she has did you find yourself drawn more to one storyline than the other i liked the younger one oh yeah all the little flashbacks, all her, her woes. <laughs> yeah, she was so cute. She's very cute. Um, what about you? I actually was drawn to the adult stuff more. Hmm. I, I, I found myself kind of like, when are we going to get back to that? I want to hear more about the farms. <laughs> <laughs> I think my favorite part of the movie was actually when they were talking about uh, the, the, was it Safflower? Um, the Harvest? Like, I was just, like, fascinated. It was like watching a documentary, and it was so beautiful. Yeah, I felt the same way. It was almost like that little documentary we watched uh, after Totoro. I wrote that down. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) That's so funny. We both both got that vibe, which does make me wonder if, because of uh, Miyazaki's, like, interest in that, that sort of made its way into Totoro as well, because of, like his interest in that aspect of it, because it all did feel very similar. 
and that part of it, that part. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it could have been uh, just what Miyazaki was vibing at that period in his life or, or maybe just, maybe it had to do with what the culture in Japan was thinking about. Cause it was just after the, the roaring eighties, I guess you could call them. The maybe they want to, <laughs> yeah, maybe they want to go back to a simpler time because it ebbs and flows, you know, technology versus nature. Yeah, I mean, and that's a big theme of the the film is like the, the the busy modern life and mankind and what people are doing versus what nature is and how they interact to, with one another and it's ah it's good stuff it's 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 sometimes hard to explain but it's just good vibes man <laughs> I, I just enjoyed the experience but yeah as for the past versus the the, the present. I got, what was I going to ask about that? Oh, yeah. Um, did you have a favorite or at least what you considered a most intriguing memory sequence? Like, I, I, favorite doesn't have to mean that you liked what, like, you know, it doesn't mean good things were happening in it. But because, um, you know, a lot of her memories weren't actually necessarily like, oh, this was a great thing that happened. It was often involved little traumatic moments, formative moments. But did you have a favorite or one that you just, I don't know, either identified with or just... I think I had a favorite and then I had one that I identified with too much. Oh. Uh, my favorite was <laughs> when she decides she's going to be a star because that one uh, director comes and says, hey, we want her to be in our play. Oh, yeah. And so she starts daydreaming about a life with, you know... Mm -hmm. A life as a star, and I would totally daydream like that when I was a kid. Like all the 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 like articles and covers and everything. I'm just like, yeah. Cute. Except, I mean, for her, she thought it was about to happen. It yeah. it could have. It could have. Um, and then her stupid dad. But we'll talk about that later. <sighs> Fuck the dad. <laughs> yeah. Um. But the memory that resonated with me the most uh, was the one where she's trying to figure out her math test. Oh, God. Oh. And, and her family's like, are you stupid? And she's like, no, it just doesn't make sense. And then she lays it out how it physically would not work because she doesn't understand the problem. And I had that kind of trouble in math all the time. I, like, like, if I can't, if it's not something I can, you know, make with my hands or figure out and visualize, then it just doesn't make sense to me. I also can relate to that. Yeah. <laughs> Math is hard. <laughs> and it's just so nonsensical. And like, yeah, that, that hurt my brain and my heart watching her like try to mm -hmm. talk about the apple and everyone just getting so frustrated with her. I wanted to scream at them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, especially when her mom says she's not normal. And I'm good like, what God. the fuck? She's totally normal. Just because yeah. she's not good at one subject, it doesn't mean she's not awesome in other ways. Yeah, I don't know, man. That family. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I guess it seems that she's reconciled with. Uh, is it? Is it? Um, what's her name? Ye Yeko is the the not as nice sister. Is that the one the, who the sister with long hair? Yes, the darker. Yeah. Hair. Is that the one who she's visiting? Because it's like her sister and her in laws, right? Her sister's in laws is this. This is where I, the farm is. But I'm not sure. I was trying to follow I, that and I feel like I yeah. missed the part where they because I was still like getting into the film and trying to understand what the hell was happening when she's like Same on the here. phone with her sister at the beginning I'm not sure which sister it was and I'm not sure it's like were we was that the one we were seeing they, 
ah, <laughs> the hair was different. Different if that's the case, but I'm not sure. Either way, um, I think what I was going to get as like it seems that she's you know reconciled a bit with whichever sister that was because even though the one was a little bit nicer, they were still kind of you know bratty older sister kind of things. <laughs> um, um, I uh, I just found a description of the plot. She is going to her elder sister's in-laws. So that would be Nanako, the one with the short hair. Well, they're both older sisters. I mean, eldest, like the, the older, oh. older sister. Well, elder doesn't necessarily mean eldest, but... I don't know. We well, saw black in... hair, right? So, so I assumed it was Yeiko. Okay. Because well, Nanako it's... had kind of brownish hair. Or maybe it's the in-laws and the sister wasn't there or something. I don't know. I don't we know were... either. It <laughs> the was first confusing. half hour of the movie. <laughs> I was so confused, I'll be honest. Like, we, we, we just... I liked the music, but then all of a sudden we're just like, we're in the flashback already. We're talking about Atami. And I'm like, boy, I, I wish I understood more about like what this place was. So I know why it's not like a desirable location for vacation. But I, I you get the vibe of like, you know, eventually like, okay, it's just nothing special. It's not like, you know, going to visit your family in the country or whatever, going anywhere. It's just like, there's just baths here. And then they spend like 20 minutes eating pineapple. And I was just like, boy, where are we going with this? <laughs> oh, I love the pineapple scene. Okay. Uh, well, my excuse for not paying attention was that I was eating mac and cheese. So fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> Priorities. <laughs> I think I had just finished dinner. And then I was just sort of like, meh, meh, what? <laughs> just trying to understand what was happening. Gosh. Yeah. Uh, where, where, where do we want to go, go from here? Because, like, we can talk about individual scenes. We can talk about characters. We can talk about the animation and the look of things. Everything intertwines so well. Uh, yeah. We could start with the more simple aspects. Okay. Uh, what about music? Sure. Um, the music... Like I said, like immediately, I was already like, "Oh, I, I I dig the opening credits music." Basically, noticed immediately it was not Joe Hisaishi, which I guess shouldn't surprise me because that that is more of a um, that's a Miyazaki uh, partnership. <laughs> that's a, um, a good fantasy composer. Yeah, this was um, Cats Hoshi, and then also there was a song during the end credits. Oh gosh, what was that one called? Um, I know what you're talking about. It's the piano one. Well, they, they sing at the end when it's yeah. like the actual, like she's, she's going back. Um, I'm looking, I'm looking. Oh God. Aiwa hana kimi wa sono tane. Uh, I'm sorry if I fucked that up, but love is a flower. You are the seed. Uh, I guess it's a Japanese translation of the rose. Apparently, I don't know any of this. All I know is that I did actually cry at the end. Yeah, I recognize the song it's from somewhere. Okay. Um, but yeah, you cried. Oh my gosh. Yes, of course I did. <laughs> so I, as soon as I heard the piano at the beginning of the song, I was like, keep it together. Keep it together. Ooh, you almost cried. <laughs> I almost cried. Aww. Yeah, for me, it was the, the imagery of all the all of her, the kids showing up and like leading her where she needs to be kind of thing. Ah. <laughs> ah. But I love yes. that. 
the music was good. I loved the use of all the folk music, for, like the European folk music, like the Hungarian, the Romanian, the Bulgarian. Yeah. So unusual and cool to hear in like an anime. You don't expect that. <laughs> yeah, that that really gave Toshio another level of cool factor. Yeah. Because he's like, <laughs> he said, this is farming music and I'm a farmer. So, you know, we're all the same. I love that. I love that. It's such a cool mentality to have. And then it just sort of set such an interesting mood as they're just driving through those beautiful landscapes um, and listening to the cool music. Uh, love it. I'm trying to remember what else there was. I think there was like the little songs that were playing like on her TV show that she would watch. I don't know what that was, but there were a couple of those that popped up and they were always also quite fitting for the mood and very cute and meaningful. I loved the music for the kids show. Um, I forget what it was called. Something, something, something. (laughs) Great. Yes. Very good. (laughs) The only, the only uh, thing I remember is Machine Gun Dandy, which was a real thing. That's so wild. That's so wild. I love it, though. Yeah. It makes me think of, like, I don't know, like, Howdy Doody or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, I'm looking this up right now, actually. Let's do I, it. Yeah. I think it was a real show, maybe? It it felt like it, because the part where they, they, they flashed and showed the character was very similar to when they flashed and showed the Puma brand. And, yeah. like, it's like, ah, yes, a real thing. It, like, has to cut aside and let you know, like, hey, this is real. That's, like, what I was getting from that. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I mean, I and I love particularly the one where she's just had, like, the really depressing news about how she can't, she's not going to be acting in the play, and someone else is going to do it, and her mom tells her, like, you cannot tell that person that you were offered that, uh, that, that, that opportunity first, or you'll make her feel bad. And then she's feeling bad, and then she just starts singing this positive song from, like, her little TV show. And it's like just slightly off sync, but it's just so, so determined to try to be positive. And it's, it was kind of breaking my heart. And now that I'm thinking yeah. about it, I'm like, wow, if I watch that again, I'll probably cry. <laughs> just makes me think what would have happened in her life if she, if she had been in that play yeah. and gone on to do more. Yeah. You know, then she wouldn't be maybe visiting the country and the farm and trying to decide whether she wants to go back to her office life or if she wants to stay out there on the farm. I don't know. Who knows? But yes, Uh, uh, music. We talked about music. Yeah, it looks like maybe this morning show was not a real thing. Someone do more extensive research for me and we'll figure (laughs) this out. (laughs) We'll find out eventually. Uh, maybe, Maybe by the time... Uh, we're posting about it. It can show up on our Twitter. Oh, yeah. Well, our Twitter happens to be at Beffers and Birdie. Thank you. I just sort of softballed that one towards you there and (laughs) wait for you to catch it. (laughs) Way to be obvious. (laughs) That's what we do. (laughs) Hmm. What next? What next? Um, Do we want to talk about the the look of things? The animation? The designs? The colors? Sure. I loved the way this was crafted. Like there's there's a, a tonal shift between the the past and the present that's 
visually reflected. And it's amazing how they did that, how they um, achieved that. So you've got like basically in the flashbacks, everything is a little bit more vague and almost a little more like the, the, the characters are very simple looking and very clear and no shading and a little bit washed out, but the background's really washed out. And there's like sort of like this, this vignette, uh, which is what it's called when you've got like um sort of like it, it can either be like a shadow going all the way around or it could be white in this case. Um, it sort of just sort of fades into that, the background. Uh, whereas the the modern stuff was super detailed and super realistic and lots of shadows and lots of like colors, very vibrant and sometimes darker. But yes, and it was just also very, very clear and and versus what makes sense because like a memory is not clear. A memory is something that gets hazy over time. I, uh, I actually didn't get that about the look of it. I did notice um, in the flashbacks there seemed to be like a yellow hue yeah yeah there was i think there was just like a little hint of that kind of like sepia sort of look especially in the the backgrounds it all felt just a little bit like there was just like a little wash over it a little watercolor wash (laughs) yeah and i did notice that in the present day uh everything seemed to be a bit more slower pacing wise whereas in the flashbacks even if it was you know a little bit slow it was still very intense a lot mm-hmm. of emotions going on which makes sense for like you know like a 10 year old where everything's very dramatic yeah <laughs> uh, versus the the 27 year old who's sort of just trying to f- figure out where she is but as she points out like both states she feels like she's in the the chrysalis and like going through that like transition uh, between one life to another. And I guess for a 10-year-old, it's from simple, simple childhood to growing up a little bit. And then as the adult, it's like the city life versus country life, the clinging to the past to moving on with the future. Just sort of ah, all sorts of good stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's like it. she's figuring out that whenever you have a, a big life change, you have to redo that chrysalis phase. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I'm trying to think if the colors shift at all at the very end when she decides to go back. But we do get, like, I guess, the blending of, like, both the, the past characters in the modern setting. So you do get, I guess, that that mix. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think use of color and detail was very important in this. And I will say there's one thing that kind of drove me bonkers the entire time. Um, the, the, the animation of the cheeks. Oh yeah. I hated that. Okay. I'm glad I'm not the only one. (laughs) Apparently it's like, it's such a big deal that they actually did that. And it's just like, it's so distracting every time it happens. And I'm just like, stop. (laughs) I can see how people would appreciate that's what makes this movie different from other anime styles. Yeah. Um, and I think they did it because they used the actors facial expressions when they were recording the voices you can see as inspiration that. yeah but at the same time it seemed like they were trying to make uh taiko more old than she really was like 27 is yeah that old you know you're I not know. really 
getting those kinds of wrinkles until you're in your 40s. At least. I was just gonna say it made her look 40, and it was just like, come on, come on. It's this. I mean, it might it might just be a cultural thing where it's like, ah, oh, 27, and also also the the oh, time yeah. period where it's like 1991. Yeah, the time period. <laughs> I do remember someone saying, oh well, she's 27 and she's not married yet. It's <laughs> like, uh, what? <laughs> Excuse me. But yeah, I, I don't know. That that did kind of bug me. I, I get why it was done. And I can appreciate like the effort and the way it does look. It's just not, a, I'm not a huge fan of it personally. <laughs> Same here. High five. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. But yeah, since we keep going back to like just the subject matter and like sort of the, the themes and everything, I think it's a good time to sort of mention that, you know, Disney had the rights to this really? years ago. They did have the rights, but they decided not to bring it over to America. You could not watch this film in the U.S. for decades, not until 2016 when G-Kids yeah. got the rights. And it wasn't even Disney who did this. They didn't do the dub. It was G-Kids, I think. Uh, was it Universal or something? I can't remember now. But it wasn't Disney because Disney, apparently, uh, I mean, certainly, yes, there are certain mature themes, but I think it's honestly the menstruation thing that the period uh, scene oh my that goodness. made them decide, nah. That's stupid. Yeah, it's pretty stupid. <laughs> but <laughs> it does lead me to a question I have for you, which is, you know, obviously we're watching this as adults. Do you think you would have liked or appreciated this movie if you'd seen it uh as a kid or even you know before i don't know the age of 27 you know <laughs> <laughs> um if i were uh taiko's age uh fifth grade or later i would have absolutely loved you know them actually openly talking about periods mm -hmm. um when i was in fifth grade that's when we had our general uh, sex ed puberty talk like this is yeah. what's gonna happen to you and then I was like kind of obsessed with that like when is this gonna happen to me <laughs> <laughs> so so knowing that you know some fictional characters go through it too that would have probably made me feel less anxious about it interesting okay what about you I mean I don't know if that I would have enjoyed the film overall because it it so much of it is reliant on the whole like looking back at it if I were a kid at the time, I don't know if I really would have, like, identified with the older scenes as much, you know, or at all. And I, I don't know, it just, it does feel kind of like a mature movie. I probably would have been, like, cool with it maybe by my teens or something. But if I'd been a kid watching this, I don't know that I would have liked it. It probably would have been too slow, too. Um, yeah, it probably would have been too slow for that age. Yeah. But I really, really like uh, Taiko's friend who apparently already had her period but she's yeah. so confident about it like her yeah. boys make fun of her and she just laughs at them that would have been so nice to have as a role model even though she's just a little girl yeah that that scene was pretty incredible like watching her reaction and watching poor Tego, Tyco, Tego, i don't know um kind of lose her shit like every time anything came up yeah and but yeah the friend just always just smiling and laughing at it and just sort of like Haha, silly boys they're just so silly it's like yeah. what they're making fun of us this isn't cool this isn't good they can't say and, shit like that yeah 
And she says, well, my mom told me it's nothing to be ashamed about. And I'm like, yay, good oh, mom. Oh, so good. Yeah, it's so good. Although I'm sitting there thinking like, oh, my God, these kids are like 10 and they're, oh, my God, they're so young. They're so young. I mean, it happens. I guess so. I, Everyone's I, I... way too young when they get their periods. Way too young. Yeah. We should never have them. At all. <laughs> <laughs> if only. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I do remember, like, getting the talk as well i can't remember if it was fifth grade it was definitely elementary school fourth or fifth i think is when it came up that does sound about right but i didn't worry about it for a few more years so <laughs> i guess i don't know if that was lucky or unlucky i don't know <laughs> i don't lucky. think i knew too many people who had it by fifth grade but... uh, no I, I didn't i don't think i knew anyone who had it yeah, there might, I think there were like rumors of like one person, but it's probably similar to that poor one girl in this thing. Again, she's she she was super cool about it, but yeah, you do kind of feel bad like that everyone's like, oh, I'm gonna catch it, and like it kind of excluding her almost like even even though she's you know sitting out on of her own volition it seems, or you know she got a note or whatever, but the kids always almost do feel like they're excluding yeah. her, and that's not cool. It's the stupid boy's fault. Stupid boys. <laughs> but yeah, there are there are some other kind of interesting things that get dealt with in this, and not the least of which being like her relationship with her family and the way her family does treat her. We did touch on that a little bit. Do we want to talk more about the dad and the mom and I guess yeah. the sisters as well? But boy, they have And the, the granny. And the granny, yeah, yeah. Actually, let's yeah. talk about all of them. It's let's time talk for about characters. Characters. And I guess we've we've talked a lot about the main character, <laughs> yeah. I feel. Well, we'll, we will be talking about the main character throughout. Yeah, it's, this is kind of just the nature of the movie. You kind of can't not talk about her. I feel like we, yeah. we, we've already covered it and we're going to keep covering her. Um, but I guess, yeah, let's just talk about everybody else around her now. Um, sure. Do we want to start with, uh, I'm trying to think. I think the mom is one of the first ones we do encounter out, out, right. outside of her. Not, not my favorite. <laughs> He's just a typical disciplinarian mom, you know. I I really, I got very upset when, Aww. I think this one hit me probably really hard, is when, why do I keep forgetting if it's Taiko or Taiko? Taiko? I don't remember. Wait, I could do a Google Translate really quick. Okay. <laughs> I like how I just went into... Lady Tunes. <laughs> little theme music. Taiko. Taiko? Taiko. Because there's a T-A and then an E. Taiko. Okay. Yeah. So, Taiko. Um, she, she comes home and is, like, really excited about this essay that she wrote that she did really well on. And it's like, that's an aptitude. That's a thing. That's a good thing. And yet her mom is more focused on the fact that she, like, hit her pickles in her bread or something and didn't eat them and she's like I'd rather have a good eater than a good writer yeah really I was so mad I was so fucking mad it's, it's you know, like I, I can't believe that and of course similarly what the dad does later with the acting thing but yes yeah uh, it's <sighs> like like Connie you have three kids this is your third kid and you don't understand that sometimes kids are picky eaters like really yeah and and to not value the fact that like she's good at writing and then yeah. get really pissy about when she's not good at math. Fuck. Yeah. 
(laughs) That hits a little too close to home. No. (laughs) No. At least my parents, like, did understand that, wow, being good at English is a good thing. (laughs) That's just another subject that one can be good at. And math is a subject that one can be bad at. Wow. Imagine. Yeah, same here. And I was a really picky eater, but my mom still found ways to give me lunch, you know? (laughs) Yep, 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 yep. Anyway, no, the mom, like, at least she she didn't necessarily always do bad things or always make bad decisions. Like, she seemed like she did want to support support the acting thing. And she had good advice about, like, don't, you know, don't tell that other girl that you were offered that, um, that, that role first. But... She just said so many things, and the, the thing about that that girl's not normal, and just so many little things. I'm just like, God, fuck this mom. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get as mad at her as I got at the dad, though. Yeah, let's move on to the dad. Absolutely, fuck that dad. Fuck that dad. I, I, I at first I had mixed feelings because sometimes it seems like all the kids in the family are fighting at the dinner table, and he's just reading his paper trying to stay out of it Mm -hmm. but then the thing with uh taiko running outside in her socks happened and then i was against that dad for the rest of the movie oh yeah same like that i don't so what i don't know is like the severity of this like transgression of running outside in your socks because i don't know japanese culture well enough well you know that they take off their shoes before they go into the house yes i know that much and it's all about uh, cleanliness. And so since you wouldn't wear your outside shoes inside the house, likewise, you wouldn't want to walk outside with your house shoes on. So that's what I'm getting from that. Like he was surprised that she wouldn't remember to put on her shoes before she runs outside. But I don't think that him slapping her for that matched the severity or the lack of severity of what she did. Yeah, that was my impression was that was way out of line but i i just just like i I figured there was at least something more to it than just like oh no she forgot her shoes and i know they take off their shoes but like i i don't know like the depth of like how important it is to take Um, off or leave leave on or whatever you do with your shoes it is very important uh paramedics wear shoes that they can take off when they enter someone's house okay so um but the thing is, if someone's wearing socks outside, they can just take off their socks before they go inside. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's he, just... the, the father reacted and overreacted, and it's like, so the dad barely says anything whenever mm-hmm. anything is going on in the house, and this is when he decides to punish someone over yeah. this? Yeah. It's just, just crazy to see, and... Coming from, you know, a family that doesn't slap or, or, or like, physically rebuke their children. Like, that was just, like, shocking. Yeah, and um, adult Taiko, looking back on it, said that that was the only time he slapped her. I mean, I'm glad it was the only time, but it yeah. sucks that it happened. Just, like, was he just exasperated that she was being a brat that day? But, you know, why wouldn't he have some self-control over himself in this moment and like all the stuff talking about how she was being a brat or she describing herself as a brat i'm like she's 10 10 year olds are just 
they're they're like that. Like she wasn't, I don't think, any more bratty than just your average ten year old. They 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 get in their little moods, you know. They're 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 preteens. Good God. Yeah. And <laughs> her sisters were brats sometimes too because oh, they God. were teenagers. They were even more bratty than she was. I think. I think that that one uh, the Yeiko, Yeiko, I can't say her name. Bleh, was just what a little bitch. <laughs> what a little bitch. Their fight about the purse was hilarious. It It felt totally pointless. (laughs) Yeah, it it was pointless, but it also did feel very real. Like, not not that I've had, like, I don't have any sisters. Neither of us have sisters. We have brothers. But it still felt like a sibling kind of fight where, like, you know, dumb shit happens and getting worked up about something stupid and then you get stubborn about it and it's like yeah 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 it does feel realistic but it's it's i don't know if that makes it harder to watch then somehow (laughs) so yeah the sisters i guess yeah they um they're teenagers that's about it (laughs) yeah i feel like the older one is a bit more nice yeah that's what i was gonna say she knows more about how little kids are because she has two younger sisters (laughs) yeah that makes sense and Yeiko being, I guess, then the middle sister, that's probably tough, being <laughs> stuck in the middle. She was the baby, and now she's not, kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, both just kind of annoying. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, then I guess, do we want to talk about Toshio to jump uh, into the future? or Do we want to talk about the granny? Oh, the granny. I forgot about the granny. <laughs> She, she didn't have a whole lot to contribute, but she, she did say a few things. Uh, every once in a while, she'd talk about how the kids seem a bit ungrateful. And I remembered, yeah, the granny went through the war. Yeah. Yeah. So that... she's probably thinking about all the sacrifices they made then. And now she has some grandkids who are fighting over a stupid purse. Yeah. Yeah. It's It it, it fits with the whole, like, this is the 1960s at this point. She's an older lady. She... She don't got time for this shit. She don't, yeah. she don't have the patience. This is stupid. I mean, she, I say she doesn't have the patience. She's always just very chill and quiet when she makes these observations, though. So Yeah. Well, okay, and now, yeah. now Toshio? Yeah, sure. Yay! I, I loved him from the first moment we saw him. His body language was so well animated. I yes. loved that shit. I especially loved just the introduction of him when he wakes up and then he's scrambling to the gate. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And he leans over the railing. Yep. And like the him like kind of turning to her and like doing that little point thing and like, oh, 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 is that, are you, it was just, it was so cute. Damn it. And it's like, (laughs) I guess the meat cute. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) At first it seemed like his character would be like just the, the dumb little dude. When he's like, oh, no. oh, that train, that train. And the the gatekeeper's like, is that your train? And he's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he has a, a nice wisdom to him. Yes, exactly. Um, he, he compliments her quite well. Um, and that's that's an observation she makes by the end. It's like whenever she's, you know, talking about her memories or kind of getting a little out of sorts, he kind of like, jumps in with his words of wisdom or settles her soul a little bit. And it's like, oh, wow, they I guess they are kind of compatible, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> it's cute. And it's nice that he doesn't belittle her memories. Oh, yeah, no. That's especially nice. Yeah. And, yeah, you, you obviously get the impression that, yeah, they, they, they end up together. Of course. 
<laughs> I like a. I just, just yeah, all the moments where they they're they're having their conversations and they just sort of like relate to one another, or they just it that it all feels very naturalistic. Their dialogue. Oh yeah, everything about Toshio's dialogue feels naturalistic. Um, the actor was Toshiro Yanagiba, Kicked and ass. Uh, I yeah, I was watching this with Eric, and his two cents was uh, the actor. Uh, did some little things like mouth clicks or the pacing yeah. and that made it seem so much more realistic it wasn't like a script you know yeah yeah and yeah. good on the the editors for keeping those mouth clicks in there and not trying to sterilize everything yeah and for the animators to capture all that with the body language and the mouth movements and just everything and it's it's wild to get an animated movie that has naturalistic dialogue and movements and looks to match it. <laughs> it's so yeah. cool. I think it was ahead of its time. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. We've got, uh, well, I mean, there's all the in-laws, but I guess there's her niece. I don't remember what her name is, but I don't either, but I like her. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's very cute to have this sort of like, relationship that they do have and i'm sure she sees a little bit of herself in her you know and she's still kind of thinking about her her 10 year old self when she's when she's interacting with her it's kind of neat <laughs> uh my favorite interaction was the conversation about the pumas <laughs> yes when she's like i want these shoes and the mom's like why do you want these shoes you have sneakers and she's like but no one wears those anymore <laughs> <laughs> Well, who wears them? Uh, these people and these people. That's only four people. <laughs> yeah, it feels so real. <laughs> yeah, and the the humor of the the movie when she first mentions pumas, and then we see the giant logo like. Yeah, <laughs> yep. I love that. It's so good. And then, of course, the thing where she admits, like, I guess I've given up on that, and then uh, Taiko is like. Maybe I'll be a little extra money and maybe you can get them yourself. <laughs> what a good answer. Yeah. Yeah, it's Ta Taiko's like, be nice to your mom, don't be a brat, but here's some money because I like you. <laughs> yep, such an aunt. <laughs> it's very cute. Good relationship. Um, we've got, obviously, uh, all of her little childhood friends and companions and crushes. Oh, <laughs> oh, the baseball guy. Forget the baseball name. kid. Uh, that oh. was Hirota. Yeah, yeah, it was. Because they were always yelling the name. <laughs> I think so. That was a cute scene, <laughs> by the way. Yeah. Where they meet in an alley. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they just, they're just staring at each other. And you just <laughs> feel that, that awkward tension of like, oh no, who talks first? Because... Like, neither of them really set this up or asked for this. It was, like, all of their friends doing. I liked the end of their meeting where they're both overjoyed that they talk to each other. And then it gets animated in yeah. such a cute fashion with her, like, floating up and flying into the sky. Yeah, I didn't expect that. I was like, wait, where are you going? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Looks like an animation error for about 0.5 seconds. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, where's she going? Oh. <laughs> but very, very cute. Lots of cute moments interspersed with the more, I guess, unhappy childhood memories. But like, and then a lot of them do involve her friends, or the, the cuter ones. Uh, yes. Yeah, so we've got like the 
the friend whose name I can't remember with like the period. We've got like the little pigtail kind of friend who shows up oh, yeah. and who, who like does really well during the debate <laughs> about like hall monitors and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff's cute. It, again, it's, it's like there's not really a whole lot of depth there, but it's all that that kind of childhood innocence wrapped up in, yeah. in those memories and with all those characters. Uh, since we mentioned baseball briefly, I just want to point out the animation for the baseball game was so interesting. Yeah. It's just so cool to watch. Like, everything was so good to watch because it's so very fluid. Um, yeah, like, I I could tell they used a lot of reference video, but, but at the same time, I might be more interested in baseball if it were in anime form. Oh, well, there's tons of sports animes out there. I'm sure there's, <laughs> there's plenty of baseball ones for you. Yeah. <laughs> what other characters are there? Oh, well, I guess there's, like, the grandma of the in-laws, the one who's, like, saying, like, hey, you should you should uh, marry Toshio and live here. And just really yeah. boldly saying that. And then they're all just, like, talking together. <laughs> like, while she's just <laughs> talking there. about... Yeah. Yeah, it's <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> well, that's family for you. Yeah. And she doesn't waste any time. She's like, hey, stay here, marry him. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I guess there was, uh, was it like Abe? The 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 poor kid who oh, said yeah. he didn't want to shake her hand. And that whole kind of like, sort of like the final memory, I guess, that we really go into. Um. I thought that one was really interesting and it was an interesting character and the implications of like him just trying to be tough in front of someone and, but, or, or did he like her or what was it? And she was like pretending to be polite, but she really didn't like him. And just like, it was just an interesting little situation, that memory. Yeah. It, it was interesting how Toshio was the one who cleared that up for her years later. Yeah. Like, yeah. Even though he didn't know her then, and he didn't know this boy, he he brings a pers- perspective that mm-hmm. you know comes from just being a, a boy, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we've definitely talked at length about like the entire movie now. I think we've covered just yes, about we everything. Um, did you have any final thoughts or questions? Oh man. Uh, yeah. Well. This movie on Rotten Tomatoes has a hundred percent critics rating, sure and does. the audience rating is eighty percent. Hmm. Which, if you could pick only one of those percents, which one would you go with? I think I'd sooner go with the a hundred. Oh, yeah. I um, I would go with eighty percent just because the beginning was confusing. I feel like it's something that will grow on me. Uh. Not if, but when I see it again. Absolutely. Maybe watch it in English and compare. Yep. That's kind of the plan. I'm, I'm interested to see what they would change about it. I would join you for that. Ooh, we should do it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Together when we're, when everything's <laughs> a little safer. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I had a final question. I think I've pretty much talked about all my thoughts. Um, okay. Do you think about your 10-year-old self very much? Oh my goodness. I think about my younger self all the time. I'm really? still my younger self. Or maybe I just have all of my previous selves following me around. 
Oh God. <laughs> this well. is why I feel so hectic. I'm being followed. I'm being followed, Birdie. Well, I guess, yeah, uh, you, you need to do something about that. You, they're, they're either trying to tell you something or you need to leave them behind or something needs to happen. <laughs> well, you know, I am doing something about that. I have decided to reread a bunch of my favorite books from childhood. Oh, Like, okay. in chronological order. So, you know, maybe I'll grow up all over again. I don't know. Yeah, see see what was, like, what was so formative about those yeah. things and see how they affected you and kind of reflect back at them. And then, um, when I'm done, I'm going to live on a farm. Hey! Just kidding. <laughs> that will be the conclusion you reach after all that. Like, oh, time to move to a farm, I guess. And you know what? Uh, we're watching animated movies from the 90s, and we both get to relive our childhood quite a lot. We do. This is, I was just going to say, your whole thing with, like, watching the, the or reading the books in chronology, I was like, that's almost like the show that we do. It's oh, almost yeah. like this podcast. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> So whether we like it or not, we will be thinking about our younger selves. <laughs> Yay! 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 <laughs> but yeah, I think that was it for me. I mean, I already do know the answer. Like, we're at a point where it's like, I kind of know what's next, but for, and I probably will for a while, but I'm still going to ask you, Beffers, what are we watching next time? Next time is Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> okay. Screech! <laughs> Screech! <laughs> I cannot believe it. We're finally here. Finally. Oh my god. That's gonna be a heck of an episode. Alright, so I guess next yeah. we will see you guys next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I loved the music for the kids' show. Um, I forget what it was called. Something, something, something. <laughs> Great. Yes, very good. <laughs>